Broadcasting from deep within the great pit of Carcoon, this is the Dewback Discussion Podcast. Your source for Star Wars news, theories, and reviews. With your hosts, Jared Bachman-Stubbs and Mike Dolan. there and welcome back to the Dewback Discussion Podcast. We are on part six of our Skywalker Saga audio commentary series and we are joined by Star Wars Underworld's own Ben Hart for Return of the Jedi. How's it going guys? Glad to be here. Very glad to have you on. We've been wanting to get you on Dewback for a while now. So uh, it's uh, as good a time as any to watch Return of the Jedi. There's never a bad time to watch Return of the Jedi. Come on. Absolutely. I'm very excited for this one. Uh, so our drinking game for this time around, uh, also the drink itself for Return of the Jedi is... Very green. Very green. Because it is called the Luke Skywalker. You're going to take one and a half ounces of Hutka, an ounce of rum... Blue Carousel, uh, Midori, or any type of melon liqueur, and then either mix it with orange juice and pineapple juice, or do what Travis and I did and mix it with Mountain Dew. Personally, I like the Mountain Dew. Again, it's only if disgusting. Because <laughs> we're we're awful humans. Um, <laughs> again, as you guys know, only if you're 21 years or older, or whatever your region's legal drinking age is. No younglings allowed for that part. Please drink responsible. Yes. <laughs> With that, are you ready, Travis? We should probably tell them that we are starting slightly differently than before. Yes. Thank you for reminding me. This is our first movie we're doing with Disney+. Plus. So the Lucasfilm logo apparently does not turn green <laughs> in uh, the Disney Plus stuff. I got to watch the rest of the movies now to verify that. Um However, it, it just stays gray and gets really shiny. So on Disney Plus, we are starting at 14 seconds. Okay, uh, just... Also, do we have subtitles ready? Yeah. Okay. Because it's on mine, and I always have subtitles <laughs> on the shit I watch. Um, you deaf-ass motherfucker. I'm so deaf. <laughs> you have no idea how loud my headphones are when we record it, everybody. Uh, so we're at 14 seconds on the Disney Plus version. So... Gauge it. I think we're like maybe two ish seconds into the Lucasfilm logo itself. Something like Something that. Something around about. Like the, the new one doesn't start fully there. It like forms. Yeah. You're right. So like it's fully formed on our screen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we will, whenever the Star Wars pops on screen, we will say that much. Uh, so you guys can like pause, rewind, and get everything where it needs to be. Are we ready, gentlemen? Ready. Alrighty, on my count. One, two, three, play. We'll be playing. A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Never gets up. 
Star Wars. Okay. So I think just just I just want to say this from the jump. I think Return of the Jedi might just be as I've gotten older, one of my most rewatchable movies in the franchise. Like I the older I've gotten, the more and more I start to love Return of the Jedi. Not that I ever disliked it. Because like I, I'm a sucker for a good finale. And for a while this was the finale. Uh so there was just something about this that just I just love the finality of it and seeing everything come to a head. So I'm very excited for this one. This one for me growing up was my favorite Star Wars. Ooh. This was three ellipses. I am shook. So okay, Ben, so that you're aware, we have been from the jump since Phantom Menace questioning how many movies actually have four ellipses at the end of the crawl. Oh. And this is the only one so far that has three. Really? I that's I that's something that only came to my attention like recently that the ellipses are different. <laughs> well they're not until Return of the Jedi. <laughs> how many four. do the new ones have, I wonder? But I can't wait to watch them now. I'm even more <laughs> excited for the sequels. We well, they have five, dude. That is that. That's why everybody hates the sequels because they fucked up the ellipses. Because they fucked up the ellipses. I didn't even know what the ellipses meant until like a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To to go back onto your topic, I think Jet, Return of the Jedi is the one I've watched the least. Yeah. Like I think I've I think I've definitely watched Revenge of the Sith the most. Oh and my, then I just noticed in the background there's a there's a planet in the background, a moon. Yeah. yeah. Could that be the moon where the... No, it looks too small. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just spitballing here. I'm just, I'm just noticing things I've never seen before in a movie that I've seen all my life. <laughs> it's the best time to notice it. So, point of contention here. Who... What, what, why is there a second Death Star? Do like how long do you think it took them to get this Death Star to this point, or do you think they were already building this by the time the first one was destroyed? See, I think I think canonically, I think they just started building this one as soon as the other one was destroyed. But my headcanon is that, being that the first one took like twenty years to build, like they were building it during the Clone War, and then it kept, they kept on building it through to New Hope, um, in Rogue One. Um, I feel like this one should have been like in production, like simultaneously. Like it makes sense that like, what's better than one Death Star? How about two Ooh. Death Star? What about three through eight Death Stars? Orbiting like, Star Killer Base Two. Yeah, but like they can only do so much with one Death Star. Like, why don't have a fleet of these things all around the galaxy? My ultimate control. In my head, explanation was always that they figured out exactly what they needed to do with the first one, so they were able to just pick right up. That's yeah. Like, okay, we've done this before. Now we know. Yeah. Like that does make. Oh, real quick, drinking game uh, for tonight. We are gonna do every time uh, the word Jedi is said, a lightsaber is drawn. And someone falls into the Sarlacc pit. 
And uh, the finisher drink listed here is whenever the second Death Star is destroyed. So finish your drink at that point. So fucks and who fucks and who doesn't fuck. I'm going to say oh, Vader fucks. Vader. We've, we've established that Vader fucks. Moff Jojera does not fuck. So, okay, Ben, the yeah. fuck doesn't fuck board is how we chart out all of the characters who it's, it's almost like a, it's like a similar, like big dick energy type thing. Like who has the energy of somebody who's like, oh, they can fucking get it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh yeah. And then like our classic R2 fucks, C3PO, C-3PO doesn't, doesn't fuck. That makes sense. I'm so upset that Mike Dowling isn't here for this. <laughs> Wait, why? Because <laughs> he can't yell oh. Dewana Wonga every time before Duna comes on we screen. Call him. <laughs> right now. Like, <laughs> Do you want me to? I'll... Go for it. Okay, first of all, take this away from me. You don't want it? I'm not I'm not really into it. No? Okay. Not... I have a spare then. You aren't vibing. Uh, vibing the, vibe check yeah i failed that vibe check I'm, gonna, I'm going to call darth ed himself right now he's darth ed in my phone by the way he is yeah. i love that so much i just know so many mics and like have so many contacts i never deleted so i have like eight it's mics. so easy to just yeah i love that they brought the eyeball thing back oh totally i love that You thought I was kidding. Hey, Travis, what's up? Mike, okay, so real quick, we're recording Return of the Jedi right now. Can you shout Dewanawanga? Shout what? Dewanawanga. Dewanawanga. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. We love you, Mike. <laughs> Later, bud. Crackhead energy on on demand right there. I didn't expect him to pick to actually pick up. <laughs> I did. You know, a lot of people complain about. Have you seen the deleted scene that happens right before this, Travis? Probably. So, like, there's an extent. <laughs> there he is. There's Dewanawanga. <laughs> Everybody, take it. Take a sip for Dewanawanga. I um like the deleted scene like it's an extended one of like Vader going into the Death Star after he shows up and he gets into his meditation pod and tries to reach out to Luke who is like putting the finishing touches on his new lightsaber and then it's just like Luke with his hood up and he like turns it on turns it off and then puts it in R2 I am so I love the shot of Luke tinkering with the lightsaber and then turning it on. Mm-hmm. But the way Vader is written, like he literally says the words come to the dark side. And it, it, also, it, it just feels like the way you write a star Wars parody. And, I and just, also the, the way James Earl Jones like says, Luke, Luke, I'm like, Oh God. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it sounds Vader. like a parody. <laughs> Okay, I think this is going to be our most hotly debated one. Does Jabba the Hutt fuck? Oh, absolutely. But is it consensual? Absolutely not. <laughs> I think 
Hold on. I'm going to. Okay. I'm dark horse right now. Yes, Jabba does a whole lot of rapey stuff with Ula and Leia. However, I think an argument can be made that he has like Rick Ross energy. And it kind of has that like fat man gangster thing going on. Oh, yeah. That like could be perceived as like super fuckable. What you're saying is you are sexually attracted to Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> we got it. We got it on mic. <laughs> Confessions. All right. I know what I'm writing now. And now that we can finally put Luke Skywalker in the fucks category. Oh, yeah. Does Jabba have two Bs? Yeah. Okay. Also, shout out to our friendly neighborhood part-time engineer and producer and person who helped to gift me this amazing rig. Shout out to Joel the Sentinel ba uh, Basin back for being the best Luke Skywalker cosplayer I know. <laughs> ben, have you seen that boy's Return of the Jedi, Luke? Maybe I did. I don't know. Hold up. I like Captain Solo where he is. Jabba's just like, we put that motherfucker on ice. I mean, literally, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look in the uh, messenger chat, Ben. I sent a picture of it. The dude looks so good. Yeah. Oh, my. That poor gong. That I killed that gong so many times in uh, Force Unleashed. You sick son of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Why would you hurt the gong? Okay, the gong fucks. Back. The gong fucks. What did the gonk do to deserve that? Gonks in the torture shit. <laughs> that is the gonk oh, so actively gone, fucking. Right. He signed up to have his feet burnt. Like, signed a contract and everything. Gonk. Oh, that, uh, there's a name for that droid that gets ripped in half, and I can't remember what it is. And you have to think about Luke's plan. Like, supposedly all this is supposed to happen. And, like, R2 has a purpose, but 3PO's just there. 
See, most of the movie, though. Oh, Max Rebo fucks. Max Rebo fucks. Also, I'd rather not think too much about Luke's plan, because the more you think about it, the less sense it makes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) You want to talk shit about Canto Bite? (laughs) What was the point of any of this? If, uh... Oh, no. If Return of the Jedi came out in 2019, oh, God. Yeah, uh, the YouTube well, videos. It stars a man, so it's fine. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> Jedi oh, rocks God. the the great the greatest. I don't care what anybody says. I fucking love this song. It's like, oh, the other one's better. Like they're both stupid. It's a freaking dance number in a Star Wars movie for hey, no hey, reason. Hey, 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 hey! We are musical theater kids here. No, I'm oh, with I'm him sorry. on this I, one. I need to offend you. There it is. Oh, God, I love it. That's oh, so gross. It's so funny. It's so weird. It's so blue. I just love that one alien that has, like, literally six boobs. Like, I don't understand, like, what the design there was. Like, this is a kid's movie, and we're going to give this lady six breasts. All right, Travis, you want to get sweaty? Do you know what the name of the uh, singer with a very long snout is? I did at one point. Slice the noodles? Yeah. At the at the height of my Star Wars knowledge. <laughs> Around the a time I graduated woman. high school. Yeah. I She's a murderer. She yeah. Murdered Zero the Hut. Apparently there's a nip slip in this scene. I met I'm, Ula. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Back whenever Steel City Con got, like, bullshit Star Wars guests. Oh, yeah. I mean, they would just get, like, Imperial officers and, like, background rebels and shit. They were like, Ula from Star Wars. I was like, hey, Ula, what the hell? Chewbacca, what are you doing here? Good acting with Chewie. Yeah, Chewie knows how to commit to the bit. Speaking hut ease. Yeah, hut ease. Yeah. I know it's hut ease. That's what you, that's how you have to order Pizza Hut now too, by the way. Hut ease? Yeah. The last time I ordered Pizza Hut, it was anything but easy. <laughs> Hello, welcome to Pizza Hut. Do wanna wonga. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it right now, don't tempt me. <laughs> I love Boba Fett just like trying to clap alien cheeks, like in front of everybody. Like he just had to he almost had to shoot <clears throat> Leia disguised as Balsh and he's just like Greeno's alive, he's back there. No, that's uh, Beto from McCluck- the Jedi McCluckney cast. or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, McClunky was his uh, like immortality spell. Blue. Max Rebo is so goddamn cute. And I re- it is truly my headcanon that he gets off of the sail barge before it explodes somehow. In the EU, like a bunch of people escape from the sail We're going to watch The Rise of Skywalker. 
fine. Max rebuild the entire time. Palpatine's not back. <laughs> You're coming together. We'll be he said something undoing. about his blue sleeves this whole time. Yeah. <laughs> You're coming together. We'll be your undoing. And just starts playing the fucking song. Oh, yeah, I guess we gotta keep up this chewy fuck. Oh, yeah, that's established. Chewy as yeah. fuck. Does Bib Fortuna fuck? How far does Dewanawanga get you? Very. Very? Okay, Bib Fortuna fucks. <laughs> Lando taking off his mask only for the audience. Being being so subtle, Lando. <laughs> oh yeah, Lando. Not even a question. So little of a question that you wrote it all over the board. <laughs> The last oh yeah, but that was that was Empire Lando. This is like somewhat chilled out Lando. <laughs> Do Tatooine's sons fuck? <laughs> they fucking break my heart every time I hear the music. So, This is a freaking great. I mean, it had to be mind blowing back. God, Leia. Again, I have to ask, what in the ever-loving fuck was the plan? <laughs> Eventually, I'm sure Disney's going to come out with a thing that, like, the canonical version of Luke's plan. I really want, like, down to the letter, like, was the whole Luke shows up to bust them out, like, that last resort? Was the whole plan for Luke to eventually come? Like, <laughs> like what was the objective here? Did Lucas ever know? It's not just the plan. It's the fact that the plan hinges so much on the, you know, just convenience of like, oh, yeah, Jabba's going to capture you and he's going to put you here. And he's going to capture you and he's going to put you here. Like, he could have just. I don't At know, any moment, someone could have been dropped into the Rancor pit. Yeah. There's someone who isn't a Jedi <laughs> who can't, like,. Force a door force, down on it. Yeah, who can't force throw a rock into a control panel? <clears throat> like, what what happens if they just if he just like, oh yeah, Han Leia, you're going to the Rancor, and I go me. What are they going to do? They can't do anything. Hell, Leia could have gotten bodied like whenever she pulled out the fucking thermal detonator. To try to scare Jabba. Like, if Boba Fett, like, had just a split-second reaction, he could have just, boom, 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 done. Movie's over. We don't get the best character 30 years later. It's a wonder, like, that move has never been done before. Like, you can't tell me other people haven't just walked in there explosive.
Oh, and I love the fact that the the running gag of you can silence three PO by just covering it. Say that again. You can just you can silence three PO by just covering his mouth. Oh. <laughs> it's where the speaker is. I swear to God, Salacious Queen is coked out of its mind. It's the only way you get a hard laugh like that every time they open their mouth. I think oh, most people oh, on the you, Did you see the uh, classic Sam Witwer answer there? No. I'll pay you triple! Oh. <laughs> what it's like talking to the fandom menace. I agree. Sore. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> You know, it's funny. Something they say in Empire Strikes Back, something 3PO says. Oh, he's in the carbonite. He's well protected. That's something. Somehow that's you can keep people safe. Why didn't the Rebe- Rebellion just drop a bomb on Jawa's and then go in? I don't know if he's that well protected. Maybe if Han got caught in the crossfire of a firefight, maybe he's good. But I don't think you can start dropping proton torpedoes. I love the Infinities comic where Han's block of carbonite gets hit and then he goes permanently blind. <laughs> I forgot about that one. So he's like he's like shooting in the bottom of the Falcon and he. You know, don't don't get me wrong. I love this movie. I love George Lucas. I love Star Wars. But like the visual metaphors and symbolism in this movie are so like skin deep and shallow. Like Luke is having a crisis of power and isn't sure how exactly he wants to go forward as a force user. And he's going to wear black to show that he might turn to the dark side and then his shirt comes open and it's white to show that he's a light sider all along. It's cool. It's a nice visual metaphor. But the way some people harp on it, like it is like the most intelligent move ever made in film. Frustrate me. Star Wars is. Is both the deepest and most shallow thing at the same time sometimes. Yeah, there's really deep cuts. And but what what really frustrates me is whenever there are people who like make relatively deep things sound incredibly profound. Like, yeah, that's the yeah. point. Like it's black and then it's white. Literally it's you black figured it out. Good good job. <clears throat> yeah, there there's definitely we give Star Wars too much credit sometimes. And sometimes we don't give enough credit. Like Kylo Ren getting his scar right where he uh, where Han touched his face, and it oh. being a visual representation of his like inner pain. Jedi, take a seat. <clears throat> take two, because he said Jedi Knight before that. Your mind powers will not work on me, boy.
Now you see, Lucas had training, so this is earned. Yeah. yeah. Everything that's happening right now is earned. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck that's supposed to mean, but it's except earned. He's had, it means, except he has, he's had zero training since the last one. It means that there's something between his legs, Jared. <laughs> that's what it means. How many people watching these are probably so fucking sick of us being like... Like, just trolling? Yeah. <laughs> like, anyway... Where's just wait the, till we actually start watching the sequel trilogy. Well, then it's like then it's expected, but you know, look at this freaking Mary Sue. Yeah. What if they had named Ray Mary Sue? What if what if that was her actual name? I love the dudes that like go out of their way. They're like, oh, Mayor Ray Sue. They were like, so clever and cool. Oh my god, did you see the fucking Doomcock Mandalorian review? No. He's like... My best. <laughs> I don't go out of my way to watch fucking garbage. <laughs> he called it, and I shit you not, the Mandal... Or no, the Mandalorian. <laughs> like, can you fucking stop with these awful forced puns? They're not funny, and they're not clever. They're clunky as shit. Yeah, they think it's the, the most, like, brilliant, like, Meanwhile, they are jokes. paying for Disney things and watching Disney things. Yeah. On a much more positive, not fandom menace note, that is a puppet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> God damn, that is so cool. Crunch. Rancor used crunch. <laughs> Rancor well, I, I used mean, McClunky. I'm not, a, I'm not a CGI hater or one of these people that's always screaming up about practical effect. Like, like there's something to be said for like modern day like sequences like this that like people just generally are not as impressed anymore because they know it's not easily, but it is like you can do anything in a computer. Yeah. Like they had to like this is all real. There's no CG in this thing. I don't even think they did it in the special editions because nope, they just kept the rainbow how it is. It's it's brilliant and it's all done with stop motion seamlessly and just blows my mind the tools that they had that they didn't have and made this work. Yeet. <laughs> crunch. Door used crunch. <laughs> it was super effective. I'm sorry, I've been playing a lot of Pokemon today, so. The reaction shots of the crowd, they're like, ha ha ha, what? He did it? Oh, Malakili, Malakili, oh, poor guy. He lost his baby. I want Malakili, a Star Wars story. That's the movie I need. Yeah. Like, there's just random Jawas just hanging around. What are they doing? In I don't know. They're just kicking it, man. They're being kicked, man. <laughs> yeah. They're trying to get turned. 
No laws when you're drinking claws. Travis, go home. <laughs> Can I go home and play Fallen Order now, Dad? <laughs> hey. Don't blame me. Blame the fucking mouse, okay? Blame the mouse. Oh, my God. Also, I love Chewie's haircut in Return of the Jedi. He got, he got, he got styled. He has that, he like, nice perm. center part. You know? He's looking like season one Chandler Bing. Season, oh my god. Or, like, ultimate Peter Parker. It's just got that nice center part. <laughs> But so was yeah. <laughs> there's something about the bikini that I fucking hate. Oh, same. Like it is so disturbing. I don't understand how how that costume has gotten so sexualized that like Leia was forced to wear it. Like she was space sexually assaulted by this giant slug, and every like fanboy's like, "Oh, it's the sexy bikini!" Like no. Well, I mean, yeah, some people are into that. Um, <laughs> some people are into being giant internet space slugs. Yeah. Yeah. Max Rebo, I mean, what are you doing metaphor. there, buddy? But yeah, I mean, that obviously. I just, like, I don't understand. Who, what, how, who the hell knows what the hell George Lucas was thinking when he did that? Like, I just still to this he day. He was thinking that uh, Carrie Fisher's body was very marketable. <laughs> yeah, apparently. But it, like, obviously. In 2019, or even any year since 1983, this is not aged well. Um, but I, I, I honestly like see. To I take just, it very seriously. Let me rephrase that. I agree that it's not aged well, but I still think I find it the fact that it has not become more widely problematic hilarious. Yeah, and like it, it, I, I, it like even like, like down to like there's certain like. I looked at there was a there was a book like a children's book that I looked at the other day and it's like this is a Disney like children's book and Slave Leia was in there. It's like well, you couldn't get away with putting a woman in a bikini in any other children's book, but apparently Star Wars can. Well, and then I mean, for what it's worth, I also think that like I don't think the act of Leia being in the bikini is inherently like in poor taste. Feed me. I think it's <laughs> feed me, Jabba. Feed me. Feed me, Jabba. Feed me all night long. I think. I think I, you, you. It's it's now. It's, it's the fan right. reaction to the bikini. Like the whole thing with like Jabba, like putting Leia in this situation, and she kills Jabba for it. Like Leia takes all the power back. Like I don't think the act of Lucas putting her in the bikini is what's like weird and problematic. I think. I think it works just within the movie. It works. Because it's not that, oh, you're taking a woman and putting her at the peril of another person. It's Leia is being an absolute badass. She's taking this like a champ yeah. and going, I'm going to go in this thing. I'm going to basically become humiliated for a little while for the chance to kill this SOB. Yeah. And like she's the ultimate badass in this situation. She's the one's going to kill Jabba, one of the most like hated and evil like crime lords in the galaxy. Like she's the one like so she comes out looking great in this so i think it works on that level and you're right also the fan reaction is i think that's what makes it problematic weird. is that like everybody across the board has like fetishized the fucking costume for so long fun fact uh the bikini was not sized to carrie fisher 
Really? It was sized to her stunt double, so it didn't fit Carrie. <laughs> so they had to make sure, like, in every shot that, like, nothing was showing because it just didn't fit. Well, I mean, you can imagine, like, even Ignite I think the there green. was. Ignite the green. There you go. We love you, Steel. Ooh, hold on. Ooh, Disney Plus edit. That lightsaber looks way more sleek. The blade, it, it's a, it's a nicer shade of green. Yeah, mm, that's nice. a different. It was like more limey and kind of had that like original trilogy lightsaber glow to it. That looks way better right there. Small changes, small changes. Oh, what that lights it? Yeah, they improved the lightsaber a lot. Now, did they do 4K on Return of the Jedi too? I think they did. That would make sense. Oh my god, the lightsaber looks so good! <laughs> it's little stupid shit like this that I love. Okay, so um, I don't think our boy Matt's been listening to these, but he agrees with you that Fallen Order is hard. Okay, good. <laughs> oh, we missed the force kick. Also, uh, <laughs> wi- widely known uh, fun fact... Luke's lightsaber originally was supposed to be blue. Yeah. And you couldn't right. see it they on the sky. They changed it because the sky was too blue. So for the three of you who listen to a Star Wars podcast who don't actually know that. It's it's interesting that like up until this point, I guess George Lucas assumed that <laughs> there was only blue and red lightsaber. Yeah. Like Return of the Jedi forced his hand to basically, okay, now there's green. But then he stopped there. He's like, no more. Until Sam Jackson. Until Sam Jackson was like, not only do I need it to say no. bad motherfucker. Purple. <laughs> Purple. I need, to, I need to pick myself out in the crowd. Also, it is canon that Leia <clears throat> used the force to do that. Oh, yeah? She kind of got I, that, like, dark side force-based physical augmentation going. And, like, I got mean, so it, pissed that it, like, gave her a strength boost that she, like, snapped Jabba's neck. I mean, it makes sense, like... For the for like we have established in canon that people can use the force without even knowing they're using the force. Yeah. Like uh, Ezra was using the force. Like you there's force babies in Clone Wars that are like fo- throwing around balls. Like they're babies and they're using the force, but they don't even know. Yeah, it's, like it's, it's a mix of natural instinct, and I think stuff like what Leia does there is what I on Dubak off uh, very often refer to as a force adrenaline rush. Where like that instinct kind of kicks in. It's like a mutant with in the X Men comics when their powers first take hold. Poor Lando, just a little higher, just a little higher. This whole sequence just... It makes all the weird fuckery of the plan worth it. Yeah, it's it's just... It's magnificent. Whenever Spencer and I played Lego Star Wars before we went back to Grove City and we were playing this level, I screamed, pointed at the deck a good eight times just because I'm a ham and loud and obnoxious like that. Also, this 
explosion is amazing. Amazing. Bless you. Thank you. Also, fun fact, this is where we uh, record this podcast from. From deep within the great pit of Carcoon. This is That's the true. Yeah. <laughs> I was, whenever TJ gave me the show, I was going to try to convince him to like, let it be like deep within the unknown regions of first order territory or like broadcasting from Starkiller Base. Broadcasting or- from Kylo Ren's other side of his bed. This is Jared Bachman Stubbs. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm going to get him to do I could probably get him to do that very easily. <laughs> if it's in the name of trolling me, TJ would do anything. Oh, yeah. For sure. For a Klondike bar and a really loud Trenton, he'd do anything. Where are you going? Oh. <laughs> I just heard you whispering with the Ritz in your mouth. I couldn't tell what was happening. Here comes Sheev. Here comes Sheev. Daddy's home. Daddy's home. It's daddy, everybody. It's been two movies. Well, actually, technically, it's been one movie. We missed you. I just realized something. You think about all the films. Palpatine is in three, goes away for two, is in the third one, then goes away for another two, and then shows up in the third one again. Yep. You can't even see his. I'm assuming you wrote the Palpatine fucks. Oh, yeah. Okay. I put him on his palpy. You know, it doesn't surprise me at all that we are finding it, like, kind of hard to talk about this movie. Not it's not necessarily hard. hard. It just kind of does all the talking yeah. for itself. Like, that's just the whole original trilogy. Like I said, when we when we have our, our big marathons, it's like, you pay attention to the prequels to make fun of them. You socialize during the original we're trilogy. We're eating during the original trilogy yeah, like, for the eating, most part. We're eating and talking to each other because we're like, this is a good movie. And then when the sequels come on, everyone's either left or asleep. So the three of us that are up are like, yeah, Kylo, yeah. <laughs> That's just what I sound like at 1.30 alone. On a regular day, yeah. But then there's three of us. No, it's I you remember, doing that and me shouting, Poe Dameron. I remember um, I, I, it came up in my like uh, Snapchat memories a while ago that like – because like we had like the big projector projector screen on the last time, and I was just recording it for whenever Finn and Kylo go head to head. But like I screamed, "Ale women, 
our queens and i just like the sound of zach palmer just off screen laughing his ass off <laughs> makes my heart happy also I like- another little canon fact yoda's blanket is qui-gon's robe really what yes it's canon yeah it's canon i freaking love it i love it i de- that's so cool i never knew that I'm just hoping that they make it canon one day that Luke's lightsaber crystal at Qui-Gon. Oh, yeah. That would be neat. They have a chance to do that with the Obi-Wan. I am of many opinions on that matter, and I could go either way. Jedi, take a sip. Can't reach my drink. I like how Yoda totally killed back, and he's like, Nah, training's complete. I'm gonna die now. It's okay. There is another baby Yoda. <laughs> Spoilers. It's not a spoiler if you if you don't get. You gotta figure this episode comes out in two weeks. Let's say what? Yeah, yeah, two weeks as a new hope comes out in a couple days. So. <clears throat> I still haven't watched episode two yet. Like he's me neither. Hey, if you're if you haven't seen the Mandalorian, you need to. Yeah, go watch it. It's good. Go be a pirate living. In- or pay pay homage to the mouse. Everyone that's pirating it right now is just going to end up having Disney Plus anyway. So it's not even pi- Basically, yeah. Like you, I did all this time. Oh, that was fucking good. That was real good. So this is what happens, Ben Hart. Ben Hart's Yoda and my Jar Jar Binks start having a conversation. No. No? I'm begging you no. You can do the Yoda voice all you want, Ben. Please don't. (laughs) I'm begging you. My Jar Jar Binks is... My day wasn't particularly painful. It was just long because I didn't get a lot of sleep last night. All right. Well, mm, I will. Silent Georgia Binks. Mm. I want to so bad. I'm, I'm begging you. <laughs> I love that line so much. Forever would it dominate you? No, oh, like once you start down the dark path. Oh. Ooh, wait. Luke's about to name. Forget your second brother, McClunky. <laughs> Do not underestimate the powers of the Emperor. And by that, I specifically mean he will fucking electrocute you. <laughs> and then if you throw him down a shaft, he still won't die. <laughs> Luke, under no conditions can you let your lightsaber get away from you. The last of the Jedi will you be. Matt is going the fuck off about Fallen Order right now. And I'm like, dude, I love you, but... <laughs> I love the whole, well, once you start on the dark path, forever will it dominate your destiny. Because I know there's a lot of people who, like, look at Vader and Vader slash Anakin as kind of like the dark side unicorn. They're like, he's the one who could come back. But, like, 
<clears throat> I love the idea of anybody who turns back from the dark side, even if you've like, even if you've like wiped all the red out of your ledger. Like the the like my like the 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 hard drug analogy. I like to think that recovered dark siders are like that one little push away from letting it get back into their system. Like that's why I would have loved to have seen what would have happened if Anakin had made it out alive. Of like seeing like how he how he goes from literally coasting off of the fumes of rage all the time to trying to come back down. And that's why I want Kylo to survive in the Scala. There are no pits for him never to be seen again in this house. <clears throat> you you got to explore like we've had I just the... want him I want him at the beginning of the fight for Palpatine just slam him into a wall and he kind of like hits the wall so hard his arms and legs fly off. Who? Ben. Why? Because it'd be funny. No! Like, like in a Spongebob cartoon. Like he hits off the wall just like you hear a glass shattering and his limbs just fly everywhere. <laughs> I just had this thought right now. <laughs> I am tired. Ben Kenobi, why the F you lying? Why you always lying? Oh my God. Stop fucking lying. Also, Ben, if it is your prerogative to not curse, you do not have to curse. But this is a show that you are very much allowed to swear. I I got that idea. <laughs> it occurred to me. I don't know if he's figured out by the number of times we've said it. but Yeah, well, I still feel the need to let people know. I I I I save my curse for for them to have punch. I just need to have like an absurd chain of them for it to mean anything anymore. I've got to have five needles in my arm at once, man. I tell you. Okay, that was a bit much. I am a bit much. I will say it's a pretty cool effect they made Alec. Translucent. Yeah. <laughs> that face. I can't kill my own father. Look. <laughs> what would you do if I told you the amount of kids he killed? How many youngling heads would it take you to want to kill him? I've got them all in my bag right here. <laughs> I got them all in my space ghost bag. <laughs> my space ghost bag. My space wizard ghost bag. I want one. This this scene is just a giant wreck. It's like a massive. It's like, oh yeah, literally everything I told you. Not only everything I told you was a lie, you were into your sister for a little bit. <laughs> you tried to fuck your sister. And no, again, the fact that the fact that you didn't know doesn't make it okay. At any moment here, Yoda or Obi Wan could have been like, oh, by the way, 
you haven't encountered anyone who shoots fucking lightning out of their hands. He does. So be ready for that. So yeah, like like just just know he can electrocute you. Keep your I, lightsaber. I, I know how to easily, very easily deflect the lightning. I'm not going to. Yoda could catch it with his hands, and I was very good at the whole glow stick defense. Under no conditions do you let him electrocute you. And then the sunny music plays, and it just comes up. Luke then was electrified. No, I just see, like... Luke getting, like, the second Palpatine starts shooting the lightning. You hear the Curb Your Enthusiasm music. <laughs> just, nah, just so be it, Jedi. I'm pretty sure this hologram was one of the first ever CG shot. I think you're right. Also, actually, I'm going to save that little fun fact for when the scene happens. But now you're going to forget. No, I won't. It's also amazing how the actress for Mon Mothma doesn't age at all. And they were able to bring her back. She actually reversing. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were being serious for a second. <laughs> for like a hot second. I was going to be like, well, actually. <laughs> also, well, you idiot. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand why everybody thinks Akbar is so fucking important. I don't dislike Admiral Akbar. He ascended Star Wars. He's he be- 30 something years old, and people just assume that every single background character in in Star Wars matter. Like they could bring back Will Rowe Hood. More they like, matter. This more guy's than the here, who are and now we're matter? gonna kill him off. And they'd be like, "Oh, sacrilege!" It should have watch this Holdo maneuver. It should have been the Akbar maneuver. It should have been the Will Rohood maneuver. <laughs> he should have just thrown a fucking ice cream maker at the supremacy. I mean at light speed it still would have done the trick. <laughs> Shut up. Also, I don't know why, and this is like very, very specious of me. Yeah. I fucking hate Naya Numb. I don't know why his face makes me viscerally angry. It's it's a really weird thing. Also, I want to point out something else here that I, I don't know if it's true, but apparently General Maydeen, his beard and everything looks very fake because it is because apparently they made an action figure with a beard and they made him match the action figure by putting a that I is, do not know if that is true, but I did meet General Maydean as well. <clears throat> I love that story, actually. That could be total BS, but that's... It's it's true to me, and that's what matters. That's a matte painting. I love that. Yeah. The amount of Star Wars is just a pretty fucking painting. She's the fastest ship in the fleet. This scene, I think, does not work at all with Solo. No, not a bit. It's like, it's like, it doesn't work. Like, Han trying to convince Lando to take back his whole ship. Like, unless the like, whole thing is meant to be a sarcastic back and forth. Yeah, but it's just, it's just I, weird. I, in, 
Yeah. I don't know. I feel like with the context of Solo, that's like, I think it shows growth between Han and Lando that like, that they're over that spat. That like Han's like, please. See, I, I think it's Han showing like, I forgive. I think it's Han trying to show it like, I forgive you. And my token of showing that I forgive you is I'm going to let you fly the Falcon on this mission. I get there. And then like, a lot of water. like Lando's like very humble acceptance of that is his like being very humble of that situation. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess like where they leave in Solo and of course, like they were supposed to continue that story. So maybe we'll get it one day and it'll make sense. But like, you know, you leave Solo. It like Han Solo is totally a like he's just like he stole like he put the he put the droid that he was in love with into the ship and then he stole the ship away from him like, like that total dick move and and then he just I don't know away, he saved like, I, I, don't, I disagree I don't think that's a dick move he saved L 3s life yeah but she was dissolved into the Falcon no she wasn't she's still in there for, enough for three people to be like who the fuck is this droid that or like who the fuck is this computer that won't stop telling dirty jokes you know but even if like lando perceived it i yeah. hate you for taking fuck like then he goes along and like you yeah. on to the empire and job of the hut and like there's a lot of water under the bridge between these maybe lando just did it all so he could get back on the falcon and like put his dick in one of the ports probably to like finally make love to L3. One of the best robot chicken sketches that he's a co- land is in the cockpit and Chewie's just constantly just talking about he's here. He's he's wearing Han's clothes. Do you guys not see this? Like, come on. Like. Fly casual. I fucking love that line. I never got why they have to fly so close to the bridge. Like, they fly right up next to it. It's an old meme, sir, but it checks out. <laughs> That meme is an older meme now. Yeah. Oh, God. Han and his vehement force atheism. I literally saw you do magic space wizard fighting on Tatooine, but I'm going to pretend I don't know. here is a total terrible 
I love how Luke's like, mm-mm, mm-mm. They know. They know. They know. He felt me. We're fucked. <laughs> Would you look at that? It's California. <laughs> California. I I also love the little fun fact that when they weren't filming, Chewie had to wear a like a bright yellow vest so that Bigfoot hunters wouldn't hunt him as Bigfoot. <laughs> I love that. The man who killed Hitler and then and Chewbacca. Chewbacca. <laughs> and then the Bigfoot. Oh, oh, oh. Did I not cover my... Oh. Oh. I almost punted my cup. I would have felt bad. like there's no way like doing all of what Han does like he could be you cannot be quiet nah it's fine I've also realized that I think for the entire we've never seen Han get formal military training this is earned this isn't earned it isn't earned Han is a Mary Sue He just hit him so hard he flew. Now he, nah, see, he was selling it. They're like professional wrestlers. Ah. If this came out in 2019... And Luke was holding on to Leia. Can you imagine? Can you imagine the pissiness? Can you imagine? Yes. Because we basically got that with The Last Jedi. (laughs) She's the one driving the speeder and he's hanging on. This is feminism gone mad. I believe the term you're looking for is cultural Marxism. That. Yo, can I have one of them uh, chocolate-covered Ritzes? No. Not sponsored, but most likely available at your local grocer. Chocolate-covered Ritz crackers. Fucking delicious. (laughs) Your local grocer. Again, not sponsored. Unless you want to. Maybe we'll stop saying fuck if Ritz wants to sponsor us. The official Star Wars podcast of Ritz Crackers. (laughs) Dog, I'll email Ritz right now. Hold up. Wait, what? I'm emailing Ritz right now. (laughs) I put in the subject line, willing to stop saying fuck. How fast do these guys go? Like 90, 150? Here's a real question. Does Ritz have a Twitter? Yeah, but it's probably like some HR guy pretending to be a hip young millennial because they want us to think of our corporate overlords as moody teens. 
That, all that means to me is I can DM him. <laughs> I want to see if Luke's lightsaber still is crisp in this scene. Because that looked good. Like, legit, like, watch the version on, like, the special edition and the and the Blu-rays of his lightsaber. It's, like, lime green, and it kind of has that, like, warbly look to it, like the OT sabers do. Okay, yeah, now, now that I've looked at their Twitter a little bit, I'm DMing Ritz right now. Oh, God. Should uh, I start following a bunch of brand Twitters? Yes. I like how it's just obvious that the speeders just, and the pilot, just freaking... Just descending. <laughs> How did he walk all that way? Could have been like 150 miles away. So, I'm not going to necessarily say it's a continuity error per se, but the whole thing with uh, Captain Rex being present for Endor and in Han's squad, how did he not hear that this kid was named Skywalker and take Luke aside and be like, we need to have a conversation? Yeah. Um, like I, I, I knew feel your like dad. That, that's a and shit yeah. got real dark. <laughs> I mean, like you might have yeeted some put, kids. <coughs> I mean, you, you, put, nah. you put Rex in that thing. You put him within in vicinity of Luke. Like Rex would be a huge resource to Luke. Like, well, I know, nah, it, I, it, I, you know what? No, because at this point, Luke already knows. So even if Rex took him aside, that might even be more like motivation for Luke to do what he does. Now, in like like pre Empire Strikes Back, if Luke and Rex cross paths, I was like, "Hi, I'm Luke Skywalker. Who are you?" <laughs> and Rex didn't go, "Sky, oh boy, <laughs> you're a what?" I'd love to see like Rex's face be like, "Ah, so the general was criffing that senator." <laughs> Hard case owes me 30 credits. Dare to be cute. If we ever had to rename this podcast, I'd probably call it Space Wizards and Murder Bears. Uh, then we'd have to like, granted, we don't talk about dewbacks a lot. Then we'd have to talk about Ewoks and I don't want to. 
I don't mind the Ewoks. <clears throat> I'm not a fan. I would like, not have put them in. Yeah. But, like, I am not like, what the fuck is up with the Ewoks? Well, you know what the original plan was, right, Travis? Kashyyyk. Yeah. George wanted to do a bunch of Wookiees, and it was like, yeah. it's easier to find short people than people of the same height as Peter Mayhew. Yeah. Ewokies. Come on, guys. Yep, yep. Again, how did he sneak up on her? In the frickin' woods. Read through this and tell me if I should press send. Can I read it aloud? Sure. Hey, Ritz, this is Travis Grossman of the Dubak Discussion Podcast. I was wondering if you wanted to become a sponsor and make us the official Star Wars podcast of Ritz Crackers. <clears throat> yeah, do it. Let's see how we see where this goes. <laughs> you know, you got to put in there. We're willing to stop saying. We're willing to stop saying fuck. Well, once they're once they're in negotiations, that's when we throw that on the table. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you don't you don't play every card in your hand at once. I actually just DM'd Ritz Crackers. <laughs> Again, not currently sponsored. We're currently. Working. We're working currently. From The Force Awakens on, this is a sponsored podcast. Here's hoping. Oh, yes, the perfect commentary. Me chewing a cracker. Cheers, lads. <laughs> I just... Let's let's tie this in with Rise of Skywalker. We may be going back to this room in Rise of Skywalker. There's a good chance that Ben Solo and Ray of Jakku have a hot makeout session in this room. Yeah. They do it in the chair. <laughs> be, I didn't be, say it. I didn't say it. Maybe I uh, thought it, but Rose, I didn't say maybe it. Maybe T Rose is the first rated R Star Wars film. You know, we're gonna I'm, on. I'm here for it. Just do PG thirteen with a sex scene. But not a good one. <laughs> Just gotta know your angles. I need some kind of metal bikini. I'm not saying who has to wear it. <laughs> it's ben. a family heirloom, so but yeah, Ben. ben. <laughs> I never got to talk about it in the recent episode of Do Back when we read the uh the like article from uh fuck, I'm tired. The one about Carrie from her daughter. What's her daughter? Uh, Billy Lord. Uh, yeah, Billy Lord. But reading her thing and hearing the words, having guys come up to me in high school telling me my mom's hot, that grossed me the fuck out. <laughs> Not because Carrie Fisher isn't attractive, but because, like, 
Oh, that would fucking disgust me. <laughs> oh. The yeah. amount of like late night hosts and like com- like nerd comedians who made the joke of like I masturbated to Princess Leia. Like <laughs> poor Billy Lord. That girl's probably like ready to walk in the fucking traffic. So can I tell you now what one of my proposed drinking games was? That I didn't tell you off the air. Sure. Drink every time some, like, 11-year-old boy had their first, like, realization that women exist in 1983. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just drinking the entirety of the first act, basically. <clears throat> what if that would really hurt if, like, R2 landed on Luke's You know what I'm like legitimately looking forward to next week, Travis? What? I really want to hear Spencer talk about how his fucking dance thing goes on Hall of Heroes. Yeah. I'm legit giddy for that. I forgot it hadn't happened yet. (laughs) Taco. I can't believe Han's like, I'm going to shoot my way through the murder bears. (laughs) Although I got credit where credit is due. There are so many Ewoks and the costumes look so good that like, I just forget that it's a bunch of people in suits. It, it really like you forget you really do. Except for that one where you can see the person's face. But, <laughs> but like for the most part, like they just overwhelm you with like this massive amount of murder bears. You buy into the idea, that, yeah. These are just yeah. So much so that people are like, teddy bears just feed the empire. Well, I mean they're right. It's just not a bad thing. They help. Like the Ewoks didn't destroy the devil. Ewoks didn't throw Palpatine down a gap. What if that was their plan instead? They just got all the Ewoks on a ship and then just landed the ship in the Death Star and watched what happened. (laughs) (laughs) Palpatine's just sitting in the chair like, I'm not even mad. I'm kind of insane. I don't know why that was. That was the Joker. That was completely the Joker. That I don't like. (laughs) Okay. Things we've discovered. I can only do a Palpatine impression if I'm doing a Palpatine line. Because it just slowly turned into Mark Hamill's Joker there. Which, that's a really cool video on YouTube if anybody here hasn't seen it. Somebody took, like, the back 15 minutes of Jedi with all the Palpatine stuff and put in different Mark Hamill Joker lines instead of Sidious lines. And it works so terrifyingly well. Eating good tonight, boys. We eating good. And we can assume that these aren't the...
he's Chief Chirper is holding the lightsaber the wrong way. Like he could easily just stab himself with it. He could. But he didn't. It would have been really funny. Ewoks, they keep coming back to the Luka Duka Luna that gets me every time. Like, freaking hilarious. I love that you just sang an Ewok right there, Ben. Thank you. Do what? I love how you just did that little sing songy Ewok thing. Ewokies. Luka Duka Luna, Luka Oh, I didn't even do my Salacious Chrome laugh when he was on screen. (laughs) (laughs) I love you for that. I love the meme of of Luke in Last Jedi, he's standing on the battlefield, he's looking. But then 3PO is floating beside him in the chair and is like, Tell them, tell them you'll use your magic. <laughs> you'll become angry and you'll use your magic. <clears throat> there are very few moments of Han Solo that I relate to more than him just going, Wait, wait. Wait! <laughs> trying to blow it up. I don't know why. It's it's like the really aggressive. Wait! Like, I don't know why. It's just the way he says it is so fucking funny. Also, I love the, like, again, it's just people in masks, but the terrified expressions yeah. on Chief Chirpa. They're looking like, oh my uh, nope, god. Nope, nope, nope. Let him go. Let him go. Fuck this shit. We're not doing this. We've pissed God off. We're not doing this today. R2 you ever get tased? Ready. You ever get tased, bitch? <laughs> the the lightning. The gasp when they kiss. Ooh. <laughs> you want to square up, son? You want to? You want? You want this smoke? Take this outside. Yeah, and they're just totally cool with like hanging out with Ewok. Try to yeah. ki- try to eat them. Now everything's fine. I'd be like, no, through <clears throat> this, I want out of here. I love this scene so much. It is so cute. I'm getting myself another Luke Skywalker. When a Luke, your Skywalker. That was. I'm legitimately threatened right now. Ooh. Dude, I slept weird last night, and I feel like somebody beat me with a baseball bat while I was sleeping. Oh yeah, sorry. I meant to. T- I meant to tell you about that. <laughs> now, is it three PO making the the sounds, or is it R two making the sounds? Uh, I'm not sure. 
I always assumed it was R. He asked, is it R2 or 3PO making the sounds? I believe they're coming from 3PO. Jared has spoken. spoken. Well, you know, it's funny. If if R2 could just make sound effects, he could just talk. And if he could just talk, like, why does he... Breaking... All right, and I'm back. <laughs> we are now part of the tribe, but they took it was zero training. Well, they all they have walk. zero Ewok training, and now they're part of the tribe. What is this? Yeah. It doesn't feel earned that they're part of the tribe. They're all Mary Sue's or Gary Stews or whatever. Can't become an Ewok overnight. Jared, don't you just love all the Hall of Heroes news that breaks, like, day of? Oh, like Robert Downey Jr.'s mm-hmm. playing Iron Man again? Yeah, I yeah. fucking love it, Travis. <laughs> or we have a co-star for Loki. What? Uh, Sofia DiMartino. Just, it, like, it just came up on my phone. I saw the RDJ story, and I almost threw my phone in a toilet at Geo's today. <laughs> I was so mad. <laughs> like, I was at work. And I thought I was just like, son of a bitch. And it's Friday. Ben, uh, mm-hmm. on our comic book podcast, Hall of Heroes, there is a long running jo- It's not even a joke. Like, it's just what happens. Literally every time we finish recording within the next, like, 72 hours, really big news breaks before we can... Before we can feasibly have time to record it for the episode. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, the, it's the worst, so frustrating. The worst one's the next morning. Like, we record Tuesday nights. Wednesday morning's always the worst. It's such a kick in the dick. And then you had to wait all week. Yep. I have to square up. Like... The we <laughs> remember the fucking MCU Spider Man deal dying. <laughs> we literally scrambled like the next day. We were like, we have 30 minutes <laughs> to record a bit about this. Or God. I I always found it interesting in the new trilogy. I mean, I'll talk, talk about this more in Force Awakens, but that, like, obviously she knows now, right, that she never adopts the name Skywalker. Well, I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that in canon, uh, she never intentionally publicly addressed the fact that she was Vader's kid. That um, makes sense. She Her political c- career takes a massive hit when a political rival leaks that in bloodlines um in the novel but bloodlines they like like it, it 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 destroys her career and everyone was like oh she's a warmonger because she wants to fight the first order so badly you know she can't let old yeah. things die and oh on top of that you're actually vader's kid can we actually trust you maybe you were an imperial plant the whole time what's interesting is the fact that 
if she did acknowledge that she was a Skywalker, that still doesn't mean that she was Vader's daughter because it wasn't publicly known Vader was. I don't know. The way Ray talks about knowing that Luke redeemed his father in The Last Jedi, I think everybody knew that Vader and Anakin were one and the same. I mean, that's always been that's always been something that I wish they covered in the both the Legends EU and this EU is like I want to see the I want to see the cover up. Like I want to see from the Empire, like like the version of events from the like the version that the Empire told the the galaxy about what specifically the whole fall of the Jedi. Oh, okay, yeah. I like was, like how do you make Palpatine I, not getting murdered by four Jedi Masters? Yeah, make sense. How do you justify genociding the Jedi Order? Like. Yeah, sorry, I was looking for my car keys for a second. Oh, also, all the Ewoks fuck. Alright, hold on. And Nyan Num doesn't even know what fuck means. I hate him. He doesn't fuck. I have a solid buzz going right now, Travis. How do you spell Nyan Num? N-E-I-N. Yeah, N-E-I-N space... N U N B N U N M B. Although he is bitching in Battlefront 2015, I credit where credit is due. Just to double check. Numb N U N B. <laughs> it is really cool that they brought back AT just. Also, this is the beginning of Vader's turn back to the light side. It starts right here. I would I would argue it starts when he finds out his kids. No, because he his eye is on the his eyes on the prize of killing Palpatine. Like he he I, get, he's too pissed for him to want to turn back to the light. And, like, it's that dark side addiction where, like, he can only see through the lens of what the dark side has to offer. And that's how he's looking at the situation when he first finds out about Luke. Right now, with what Luke says, is when he starts to remember who he is. Luke breaks through it. Luke starts breaking through the skin of Vader. Of Yeah. You know. Him calling Vader out, calling Anakin out. Calling him Anakin, yeah. Yeah, calling him and saying, look, dude, I know who you were. I know who you are. I know you're not going to do oh my God. what you wanted. Going back to what we said earlier, Ben, you just put that idea in my mind. That is why like, Luke has this unbiased depiction of who Anakin was in his mind through Rex. Maybe Rex helped. Like, maybe Rex told Luke, he was like, dude, your father was one of the most impressive warriors I ever met. Because I don't think Rex knew. Because I don't think Ahsoka told anybody. So feasibly, Rex is only telling Luke war stories. If Rex and Luke ever met. 
it it works either way i think also i'm sorry i keep interrupting you ben no vader right there with the obi-wan has taught you well when that lightsaber is modeled after obi-wan's that must be such a kick in the dick for him i yeah like luke was carrying his old saber and then he's like cool (laughs) yeah yeah like luke like luke originally shows up with anakin's old lights obviously vader that and then he shows up again with a different lightsaber but it's modeled after his old math and something never made that connect i also love the the fear on hamill's face the luke realizes what he's gonna i think luke thought it was gonna be luke thought oh i can just talk to and we can just walk away we won't have to visit I disagree. I don't Not see that. that as fear. I see that as like Luke being like, okay, plan A failed r- real quick. There. That is the moment that Anakin Skywalker starts to wake up. Because he doesn't go with him. He just kind of sits there. He wants to be by himself. I it, like it is my headcanon that Vader cried. Like part of him was like. And then short circuit. I can help him. I. <laughs> Like I think that's the moment where that switch that switch starts to get flipped. He's like, I it's can just, help him. I can help vein, him. I couldn't. I couldn't help Padme. I can help him. It's just the it's the realization that in putting all these thoughts back into in Anakin's head in regards to like, okay, I'm in this position again. I've made all these terrible choices that led me to here, and it's just been hell. Like it's not been like this guy who told me he would save my wife didn't. He said he would give me all the stuff. It, it didn't. Like, he's put me through hell, and he's done nothing but lie to me and use me. Like, I can finally rectify. I can put him down a well, finally get rid of him, and, you know, finally save the one I love. Also, this shot, incredible. This whole scene. Fuck you, Nyan Numb. The greatest... Rebellion admiral ever, <laughs> who deserved a better send off, and <laughs> see, I was mad about his death, not because I th- I was like, "That's Admiral Akbar." I was just like, "Man, make his death a meme too." <laughs> Come on, <laughs> he he deserved that much. Why is it two movies in a row the only ones that I, like, get decently feeling something? Like, every movie up till now, like, at best, I was, like, a little bit buzzed at the end of Revenge of the Sith. Just because the Mustafar cocktails were, like, really strong. Yeah. These last two have, like, completely kicked my ass. You done goofed. I do done goof. I love yeah. Poplu. I love these played by the late great Kenny Baker. Oh yeah, bad. that's right. I forgot about that. Does the most bad action. I really hope that whenever we get to the 40th or whatever anniversary they want to do it for, how they did the from a certain point of view. Are you familiar with that book, Travis? You told me about it, yeah. Okay. I hope that they do a certain point of view for Return of the Jedi. That shows Rex telling Luke war stories about Anakin. 
that because would to be, my I, knowledge, Rex doesn't know that Anakin Skywalker and Darth Vader are the same person. And I yeah, think, Rex and I think know. Rex telling Luke Anakin's war stories, and Luke having to pretend that he doesn't know that that same person is the monster that is Darth Vader. That would be yeah. so hard. That would be so hard to w- listen to. Well, you know, it's funny going back to um, a red leader in A New Hope. There's, I think there's a deleted scene or something else that didn't make it into the movie where red leader talks about, oh, yeah, I fought alongside your father. I remember he was a great this reminder of like how legendary Anakin Skywalker was. If that was in A New Hope, like you could have something similar to that happen. Wait, here. wait, here comes Rex. Here comes Rex. There he is. Did you see him? Yeah. Beard? Yeah. Yeah. You don't see her, but apparently Harris Sindola is also serving in the space battle. Yeah, apparently the ghost. Or maybe she was flying in a fighter. Maybe the ghost wasn't. No, the ghost was at Endor. Do we have a confirmation of that? Uh, Galaxy. Oh, shit. Forces of Destiny. What was the what was the one that every all the fucking dude bros hated? Uh, they hate a lot of things. Y'all have to be more specific. No, the, the, the cartoon, <laughs> no, that, like, the forces, had, like the dolls. Forces of Destiny. Forces of yeah. Destiny confirmed the Hera was flying the ghost at Endor. Oh, okay. Interesting. We didn't see it. Do a special special edition. Put it in there. Also, like I said before, um, I don't remember exactly what it says. But the text on Vader's control panel is in Hebrew, and it is a very specific poem uh, talking about the redemption of Vader. Um, very deep cut. What? Yeah, Google it. Hold on. It's gonna. I love that. <clears throat> Total show of force. Like, yeah, I'll take your handcuffs off. I'll leave my guards. Like, I'm not afraid of you. Like, I can freaking kill you with my mind. You ever been shocked? You want to know what it's like to be shocked? You want to know how I got these scars? You want to know how I got these scars, young Skywalker? It was a Jedi who had bad motherfucker written on his lightsaber hilt. You know, I've heard a lot of people speculate as to whether or not that is what Palpatine was looking like the whole time. And it was like a force illusion that was giving him his normal face. I like the idea that he got scarred and that like he kind of let it happen. Mm-hmm. Like he knew that that force lightning was going to fuck his face up. But I don't know. Yeah, I've heard that theory. I don't know. Or like he was just so willing to commit to the bit in that moment. They're like, yeah, I'm going to get scarred up, but hey, these people will believe anything, so I can just tell them that it was an accident or something. And this way I know Anakin will turn, you know. It's not even scars. It's just like, oh, you look a thousand years old now. You just look kind of melted. Well, that's the thing, though, is that, like, in canon, all of Palpatine's propaganda shows him before this happened. Yeah. 
But in Revenge of the Sith, he does a very public speech with his face fucked up. He even points attention to it. The attempt on my life has left me scarred and deformed. So, like, I don't want to say that it's like, oh, Disney with a continuity error. But, like, I don't know. I, I, Palpatine doesn't strike me as the type of person to point attention to the fact. Well, like, you can, like, you can do that for the Senate. His own face off. You can do that for the Senate and be like, this is why the Jedi had to go. And then for, like, you know, your outer rim planets that you're just trying to, like, rope in. Yeah. Be like, hey, this is our guy. Yeah, like in Rebels, he like, he melted. presents himself to Ezra with, like, a white gown. And then, like, looking like Ian McDermott out of the makeup. I'm trying to find the translation. Send in the Calvin. May the force be with us. So the very strict Hebrew translation dictates that it says his deeds will not be done until he merits. Is what it says on Vader's control panel. Hmm. Everybody I've seen cover it, I think, says it's a little bit lengthier. But I think that's because somebody explained what it's supposed to say and that the writing was botched. Because everybody I've seen is like Jewish people saying this is literally how it reads in Hebrew. But do without what you will. Basically, it's supposed to specifically say that, like, his deeds will not be forgiven, blah, blah, blah. Well, OK, did anyone else see the random, like, couple TIE fighters, like, render in, all, like, all at once in that shot? Nope, too drunk to. <laughs> I'm going to be real, chief. Maybe I'm a little, like, not drunk enough, but it looked like, like, in the middle of that, not even that they, like, zoomed in real quick. They just kind of popped in. It was it was kind of unsettling. I wonder if Palpatine can appreciate the fact that it looks like Obi-Wan's and, like, just see the legacy that Obi-Wan had. Like, I don't know. I just... Palpatine's too much of a chess player to not recognize, like, God damn, we're lucky we got him off the board when we did.
like to the guy that's supposed you know, the to be wrecked wearing Stormtrooper. Is that originally George Lucas wanted Ian McDermott to try to replicate the voice of the guy who played Palpatine in Empire? You know hardly anyone can hear you right now. Okay. For those of you at home and Ben, Jared stood up to refill his drink and then shouted across the room <laughs> and barely like, I can hear him just fine. I could hear him. I'm sure like once I, you know, do computer magic, you can, you'll probably be able to hear him like in the distance. Basically, you'll be able to hear my distance. You will hear my distance. That sounded way more poetic than it should. You said it in a cool way. That just made it sound poetic. You sound. You said it in a drunk way. That's what made it sound poetic. <laughs> well, you said it like I am inevitable. <laughs> like you will hear my uh, distance. But uh, no, originally Lucas wanted Ian McDermott to try to do the Clive Revel, like. Very basic. The son of Skywalker should not be trained. But Ian McDermott was like, no, he should like have this weird rasp to his voice. Dermott was really smart. ATSTs again, no CGI. Use practice. Do yourselves a favor on the topic of Ian McDermott and watch the video that Full Fat Videos put out about uh, Ian McDermott's performance in the prequel trilogy. Excellent video. Full Fat Videos is one of my favorite video essayists on YouTube. They have a way bigger audience than we do. <laughs> so, like, I'm shouting out somebody who's infinitely bigger than we are. But if you're not familiar with them, check them out. Do yourselves a favor. Ah, uh, yes. The Stormtrooper's one weakness. Rocks. Californian rocks, of course. Californian rocks. This is Lucas's liberal agenda setting the movie in California. <clears throat> Those rocked. Yeah, so apparently one of these pilots is actually a woman. They just dubbed her over. That's fucked up. 
Hey, Travis. Yeah? You should be so kind to grab me a water bottle. What the hell's water? Don't do that to me. Don't 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 fucking take advantage of me right now. Look at you. You're practically at. I, I can't make that joke. No. What were oh, you that, gonna say? I was what gonna say gonna you're say? asking for it, but that's gross. <laughs> Here, have a cracker. I'm sorry. There's like a weird aftertaste that I'm starting to feel that I need to like wash down right now. That aftertaste is shame. Shut the fuck up. Love you. I love you too. Thank you. Fuck off. I hate Nyan Numb. I hate his face. All Celestians look the same, but I don't like I don't hate other Celestians. I just hate Nyan Numb. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but they'll kill Stormtrooper. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but they can apparently pierce through Duraplast. Link literally anything can... That cocksucking motherfucker shot R2-D2. You cut his dick off right now. Drink more water, honey. 3PO, 3PO's eyes turn red. You, you, you hurt my friend. <laughs> you motherfucker. His name was R2. Don't you dare talk about R2. Why didn't you try that, try that to begin with? He's. Oh, the saddest scene in Star Wars history. This scene fucked me up as a kid. As a child, I convinced myself that was the only Ewok who died during the Battle of uh, Endor. He tries to wake him up, and he doesn't. He's just napping. He's going to a nice farm upstate. Shut the fuck up, Travis. This is not a laughing matter. That Ewok fucking gave his life to stop the Empire. It is not funny. This is why... He this is not a laughing matter. Low and painful ben, death and I love power. and respect you as a colleague. Stop talking. This is not a fucking laughing matter, Travis. <laughs> that Ewok gave his fucking life. This is not a joke. <laughs> that was an adorable teddy bear that just fucking died, okay? When things are cute and cuddly, I can't handle watching them die. Even when they're cute, cuddly, and murdery? I don't care. They're fighting space Nazis, man. He got me drunk, so I admitted the Empire are the bad guys, okay? <laughs> real talk. Oh, shit, real talk. 
What was the first time you heard or used the term space wizards to define Jedi? Oh, God. I've been using that for so long, ironically, that I can't even remember. Because I remember. Have you seen the Dorkly video of, like, the guy that engineered the Death Star? No. It's just him, like, giving a PowerPoint about why the whole affront on the Death Star shouldn't have happened. And how, like, everyone says that, like, oh, they put such an obvious weakness, even though it wasn't an obvious no, weakness. No, it's not. It needs an exhaust port. Ooh, they changed how the lightsabers look there as well. Because Vader's was red on the inside and white on the white side in the original. Like, it was, they they touched up the lightsabers in this. And Nothing it, is, like, crazy as, like, McClunky or Ben Kenobi screeching like he's trying to summon a demon. Oh, has it changed again? Like, is it worse than before? On the Blu-ray, no. On the I, on I, Disney I, Plus, the screeching seems about the same. Okay. But, like, there's nothing McClunky tier in, in Jedi so far. Just that, like, if you're a lightsaber junkie like me, who recognize that lightsabers look kind of off in this movie, they look way better right now than they used to. Thank you. Now I want to go back and watch all of A New Hope. Because I want to see if they fix Luke's lightsaber changing color three times while he's yeah. doing the training on the Falcon. That is annoying. How have they not fixed that by now? How does fucking McClunky make it in before Luke? I mean, granted, Luke's lightsaber may have been fixed. But, like, assuming it didn't, how did McClunky happen before Luke's lightsaber getting fixed? I'm going to look right now. Please do. Holy shit, was that Ewok holding a blaster? Yeah. That's scary. That's evolution, like, right before (laughs) our eyes right there. You want proof? There it is, motherfucker. There is no god. You also are using blasters now. Dude, I am too fucking drunk for you to say shit like that right now. <laughs> this is kind of gruesome, but can we just imagine what the bodies of the ATSD pilots look like? Yeah, I was those are they're fucking accordions. You ever like squeezed a burrito? <laughs> <laughs> I have stop it. <laughs> and then the one that blows up, they're like they're just roasted. Medium rare, please. I take my stormtroopers medium rare. All right. I love you. I know. Uh, that's, the, that's the line they said in the last movie. <laughs> no, no one understands me. What? I just noticed there's freaking blood on his hand. The blasters don't, you don't bleed from blaster. Okay, real quick. I mean, the initial wound is going to bleed a little bit before it gets completely cauterized. Real Are we going to have this debate? Real quick. Oh, oh suddenly you're, you're an expert on blaster shots. How many, how many people have you patched up after a blaster shot? Ah? I Look, man, I don't like to talk about what I did before I started podcasting. 
Um, real quick, do we think that Vader stopped Luke from killing Palpatine to protect Luke or to protect the Emperor? Probably to protect Luke. A little bit of both. Obi-Wan has taught you well. You're a good ten feet above me. <laughs> I love the It's over, Father. I have the high ground. He's like, oh not this <laughs> again. Luke, you're fucking grounded. <laughs> I this is from as a kid, this part always like freak make me made me afraid of Vader. You're unwise, lower your defenses, and he just fucking blitzes him. Quick. Also, real quick, how does everybody interpret this fight? Like how it ends? Travis, I want you to go first. What do you mean? Like, like why does Luke win at the end of the day, according to you? As someone who's been checked out trying to find the scene you were asking for in A New Hope, this is not the time to ask me this I'm question. I'm so sorry. I love you. It's fine. Um, I mean, he wins because he gives into his dark. Yeah, I for brief. Do you think he beats Vader outright? No, I also um, think Vader's a little like not distracted. I guess distracted is the only word I can think of that really like makes sense for it. You could argue that throughout this fight, Vader's becoming more and more flick, and that's making him weaker maybe <clears throat> okay ben how how do you read this scene before i speak um i mean i think obviously it's i don't know vader kind of goes back and forth you think he's being conflicted but at the same time like he does leia sets luke off so he's kind of going back and forth um luke okay. says he conflict all this kind of stuff I don't know. Obviously, Luke comes. Okay, screw this. I'm going to kill you because you just totally gives him. And that's what gives him the. Like I said, this is my least viewed Star Wars movie. So, so me personally, I think a nice mix here of what everybody is saying is what happens. In my opinion, the reason Luke beats Vader is that Vader is giving, like, 70% of what he could because he knows the Emperor wants him alive. So we're not dealing with the Jedi killer Darth Vader right now. And then Vader with his guard down, expecting Luke to kind of crumble at the whole, your sister. I think I Vader... Also, I also don't think... I also don't think Vader's trying to kill Luke. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Vader's not giving his all. Yeah. And then Luke comes out the gate tapping into his dark side so hard that a Vader who is not prepared for that gets completely blindsided. Like, I think Vader was giving half. And then Luke came out at like double his capacity out of nowhere. And Vader couldn't keep up. Like he blit, like I think Luke Skywalker is the first person to successfully blitz Darth Vader. 
Yeah, he he just comes out of the gate like wailing on him. Like I don't think it's not even that. It's not even that coordinated. He's just chopping wood, and Vader can't keep up. I think Luke is the first person to like legitimately overwhelm Darth Vader. Like not he's not out fencing him. He's not out like the footwork isn't there. The fencing isn't there. It's just sheer the first person who is able to overpower Darth Vader. Uh, to answer your prior question, it does not look like they've touched up the sabers in A New Hope. Damn it. McClunky. Tilt, <laughs> tips lightsaber. McClunky. Vader <laughs> uh, just like trips and falls. Again, Vader is like, like Obi-Wan said, he's mostly machine. Like for Luke to straight up overpower Darth Vader shows you how much the dark side was giving him power. Oh, they still didn't fix the lightsaber passing through the bar. (laughs) Whoa, it's a metaphor. Whoa. Uh, I mean, it's a good metaphor. Never turn to the dark side. You failed, your highness. I am a Jedi. Like my father before me. You're gonna die because you threw away like... Fucking, fucking nut. Nut, 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 nut. Nut. So be it, Jedi. What kind of nut? All the nuts. We're talking almond... I need to change my pants. Talking walnut. That would kill me. Hazelnut. Would kill me. Uh, Pecans. Would kill me. Peanuts. I love me some peanut butter. So I'm going to say it now so that I'm not talking over the scene too much. With the scene I was referring to earlier... Of something I wanted to talk about when it happens. Okay, it's about to happen... Luke in the novelization, which is most likely not canon anymore, if you look at it, it still happens. Palpatine first shoots his lightning and Luke is unaffected. A lot of people have interpreted that as Luke putting up a passive force barrier and very, 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 very briefly resisting Palpatine's force lightning. And I love the idea that, like, That is where Luke's potential is at, that he accidentally, unconsciously blocked the most powerful Sith Lords ever lightning. That's what I wanted to refer to. If you rewind it, he stands there and then gets shocked. Hmm. I think that's a fantastic example of applying lore to effects faults. Like, because that's... That's the entirety of Legends for Star Wars, basically. Not necessarily like wait, applying wait. it. I'm expecting it to keep it, but let's see if Disney Plus keeps the no. Because in the Blu-rays, Vader screams no right before he kills Sidious. You mean right before he throws Sidious down the shaft and... Not necessarily kills him. I I will be really angry if Vader didn't actually kill him. I agree. That's one of my very few, like, really, like, big points of contention with the T-Rose. 
Yeah, I'm not. You I'm say, hoping. So you say T Rose, not right. Tross? T Rose. I say Tross. I like T Rose. Civil War. Right? T Rose. No. I is. love the no. I love the no. Vader's <laughs> life begins with a no of denial and like a no of defiance. I get the whole thing. I did they, wait. Did they add that little bit of lightning? That he's shocking Vader on the way down? Or that he's still electrocuting like, as, him as he's falling? As he's falling, there's like lightning around him. Is that always there? I'm not sure. Mm. I'm only 21, so like I never got to see the real version of this movie. <laughs> Me neither. My friend Trey, actually... My friend Trey has, like, the final, like, the last version of, like, the last release of the originals on DVD with, like, out any edits on them. The de-specialized. There was one DVD release that, like, was the, just the original cuts of the movie. That was, like, an official release, and he has them. That's awesome. Can I say, this whole sequence going into... Freaking them. For people who are more into ships, I totally understand why this is one of the best parts of the movie. Me as somebody who's a lightsaber combat force Jedi versus Sith wonk, like this part of the movie is just so under not not underwhelming in the sense that it's bad, but underwhelming that like I just saw Darth Vader kill Darth Sidious. Like, I can go to the bathroom while the Battle of Endor happens now. Fuck off, Nyanam. So, quick question. How old was everybody when you realized that Vader died because Palpatine fucked up the suit? Ooh. I don't know. Because I was like 15, 16 when it finally occurred to me that Palpatine shut Vader's life support off. It was probably by electrocuting yeah. him. It was around the time I realized like the reason Vader doesn't use force lightning is because it would short He'd out blow his blow himself up. Yeah. So <laughs> And like we've discussed on New Back before, I got into Star Wars a little late through a video game in which force lightning is one of your dominant powers. <laughs> and force lightning is the only way to beat Vader. So I was like yeah, like playing that game, maybe like two years later, I was like, I think you might like we might have had this conversation. In fact, I was like, yeah, I don't know why Vader never used Sith lightning. And you were just like, oh, because it would short out the suit. Like in canon, it would short the suit out. I don't know. Maybe like when I got into my like deep dive into the YouTube space the first time for Star Wars and yeah. I was watching some versus video. That sounds like a Gen Sarai explanation what you're saying. Oh, uh, can you imagine how? How heavy Vader is with all that metal. White. <laughs> He's a dummy thick boy. Hold on. Anakin Skywalker was so afraid of death, but now he's willing to look death into the eye in the name of saying goodbye to the one person he loves. But fuck his daughter, am I right? I mean, Leia wasn't there. I know. Oh, God, that was in Legends. Leia, like, took like a year and a half to accept him because he personally tortured her on the Death Star. Yeah. I love how Luke's like, seriously, you're a fucking egg. 
I gotta hug this egg. Oh. Oh, my son. Do you like my addition? I'm gonna say Vader dummy thick. Yeah. Yes. It's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. I love it. Let Ben get this but survive. Also, the amount of pain that Anakin is in right now, because that suit was also filling him with painkiller all the time. Like, he's now being... Like, both his lungs are collapsing... And all of the pain of having everything on your body flash fried from lava is kicking in for the first time in probably 30 years. Like, the amount of excruciating pain that Anakin must be in in his final moments. Can you imagine if we get the... Oops. Um, if we get... Can you shut up, BB-8? <laughs> Can you imagine if we get the redemption of Ben Solo and he tells Ray, you were right? Oh, he doesn't have to tell her. He'll be kissing her and making out with her. It's fine. Oh, yeah. Shake your head, Travis. This is a Raylo podcast, goddammit. We all Raylo <laughs> up in here. <laughs> I'm not this saying I disagree. <laughs> Ow, I can't stop sneezing. I think one of those actually clipped. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I just think it's funny. <laughs> Clips don't bother me anymore. I have controlled them now. Like Cookie Cop. Like Cookie Cop. That son of a bitch. Wait, I gotta get ready to chug this when Death Star explodes. Whoa. Yeehaw! Cowboy Space Wizards. You think that was the pitch for the Mandalorian? Probably. Cowboy Space Wizards. (coughs) Cowboys in space. So obviously this is the version that has Anakin Rapeface in it, right? Oh, yes, it does. Perfect. And you have all of the rights to tell that story. You probably want to start telling it now. I'm sure I told it in the Attack of the Clones one, too. But, um, Ben, since I know you're not aware and for our listeners at home, during one of our, like, many Star Wars marathons that we did, during – because, like I said, we always pay attention during the prequels to make fun of them. And during Attack of the Clones, we were on the lookout for what I dubbed Anakin Rapeface. <laughs> so it's like, I think the face he makes, like, when he when he says Milady to Padme. Like, right before they leave for Naboo. Like, when they're still on course and he says, yes, Milady. He just realized that she kissed his brother. <laughs> and he's... And but now he's realizing he doesn't care because he gets the He gets the girl. <laughs> It's okay. They're about to make Adam Driver. Yeah. I gotta pee. Have fun. But so that that happens and we have a good time and the night continues. This is back like before The Force Awakens. So it's like midnight 
We're watching Return of the Jedi. We're all like half passed out in this very room, in fact. And the Force ghosts appear. And for a split second, I see it. And I was like, guys, guys, we have to rewind right now. And they're like, what? What happened? And I was like, he made the face. Jared isn't here to to say it, to ask it, but why do you think they uh, put the helmet back on him? Hmm. I mean, from a production standpoint, it's easy. they didn't want to burn. Oh, yeah. Literally, Sebastian. From a, I don't know. It's an interesting question that Luke would like put the mask back on. On? Yeah, what, what, Jared? Why do you think Luke put his helmet back on? To destroy the armor completely. Okay, that's that's actually good. I think he wanted to get rid of everything that was Darth Vader. We so free, but he didn't Fuck. because ah. Kylo has the freaking helmet. I think Luke looked at the rem- like the scorched remains of that and went, "This is good enough." Yeah. <laughs> And didn't expect his nephew to be like, ooh, a fine addition to my collection. Or he just left it and then just didn't care about the potential for it. Kind of not. I love the fact that, like, this isn't the end of the war itself, but the rebels realize there's no way for the Empire to come back. Like, they feasibly have no way of coming back from this. We're about to finish them off in the next year and a half on Jakku. Yeah, it's like the the war is not over, but let's have a big party. The war isn't over, but it may as well be. Like, they know that the Empire can't come back from this. This is the equivalent of a, of a chess grandmaster saying, I have checkmate in three moves. Yeah. Right, like... It's, I mean, it's not like, a, you know, a... a the white... Emperor, Vader, and a second Death Star are gone. Like, this is the biggest one the Rebellion's ever had. They have every right to celebrate. It's not like, you know, here, a here, giant, here it comes, giant here it comes. alien's going to come back in you know, there, a few there years. There he is. Wait, wait. Don't kiss, don't kiss, don't kiss. There it is! <laughs> ah! <laughs> oh, God. I love Lando's clapping. Benjamin, mm-hmm. how do you feel about Return of the Jedi? I love it. I just watched it for the 500th time and it better every time. How do you feel about Return of the Jedi, Travis? It's fine. Yeah. It is it is on the like lower echelon of Star Wars movies for me, not in the like I think it's bad. Sebastian Shaw is still credited as Anakin. That's funny. Well, it's I'm like sorry. in uh, no you're fine. Well, like in Empire the, the one guy still credited as the emperor, right? Oh yeah, Clive Owen, yeah. yeah. 
Um, but I don't know, like it just never really hit with me. Yeah. Right. As again, my like introduction to the, the series was the prequels. So I'm, I was like more used to that bright aesthetic. So the original trilogy in general, it was like, cause I watched them one, two, three, four, five, six. So it was like, for me as a, like a kid to go from that bright CG to, you know, older. The seventies and eighties. Yeah. Like it was jarring. Understandably. And like that really hit with me with the, with this one that I just like, and that didn't really gel with me. I like how they're expecting you to be watching them all in order because now it's recommending that we watch Force Awakens. <laughs> like it's the watch next thing. Next week, guys. We're not there yet. Jared, what do you think of Return of the Jedi? I remember, I believe back in the day, this was your, your favorite Star Wars movie. A long time ago, it was probably Revenge of the Sith with this being a very close second. I love a finale. Yeah. Like, my favorite movie in any series of films is always going to be the last one. Because I love seeing where everybody ends up. Like, I remember Alex Damon of Star Wars Explained saying, I love the first chapter of a story. That, like, his favorite movie is A New Hope. His favorite anything in the series is the first one. Because he loves seeing where our heroes start. I'm the reverse. I love seeing where they end. So, like, Revenge of the Sith, Return of the Jedi... And The Rise of Skywalker, by virtue of it being the last movie, is going to be my favorite. Because I have such a soft spot for a good finale. I love how Return of the Jedi is retroactively fucking amazing. Like, it's a good movie. It's great. On its own, I would probably give it, like, an eight and a half to a nine and a half. But, like, in the context of this story, everything coming to a head here is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, I love seeing Anakin say no. Like, I know a lot of people were like, were, was that necessary when the first Blu-ray came out? And I've always said that the idea that Anakin's story starts at no, a no of denial and a no of pain and a no and that it ends in a no of defiance is so beautiful to me like i love the fact that he goes from no i can't believe i fucked up so large and killed padme and then it ends in no you don't get to take another loved one from me ever again i'm going to kill you right here right now fuck you fuck it all i'm taking you with me motherfucker And there's a part of me that hopes that, like, Kylo Ren in Episode Nine gets a big no moment. That he gets his own no. Or that he gets his own moment to, like, recontextualize something he said before. Be it, you can't deny the truth that is your family, or be it, I will finish what you started. Whatever he gets to recontextualize. I bet you you five bucks he says... I know what I have. Oh, he'll probably say I know what I have to do. But I really hope that he lands the killing blow on Sidious and looks him in the eyes and says, I will finish what he started. 
or that he has a conversation with with uh, Anakin's ghost and says to him, "I will finish what you started." Like I want that line to be completely recontextualized. And that's neither here nor there with the Return of the Jedi. I love Return of the Jedi. I think not based on like quote unquote objective review, but on what is my favorite. I think Jedi is my favorite of the original trilogy because I love yeah. finales. Definitely up there. For- um, I love seeing what happens with Luke. I, I just I love everything about this movie. Even the goofy stuff, as much as I want to take the piss out of Luke's plan in the beginning, it's great. It's fucking amazing. Um, I love Return of the Jedi. <clears throat> ben Hart. Mm-hmm. Where can the lovely people at home find you on the social medias and on the internet as a whole? Oh, sorry. Cut out there. Oh. Uh, shout yourself out <laughs> on all the social medias. Plug everything. They can find me, um, first of all, at Ben Hart with no E, exactly how it sounds, on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Um, I post way too much sometimes and not enough. But yeah, you can find me. You're one of my favorite Twitter follows. I I retweet you at least thrice a week. I I notice. I notice all my my uh, retweeters. Um, and I appreciate it because some of the stuff I post is garbage and it doesn't deserve to be retweeted and you do it anyway. So uh, I appreciate you. I was and- choked on that chocolate-covered wrist cracker. Very good. They haven't DM'd me back, by the way, in case anyone's curious. <laughs> Fucking cowards. Goodness. Um, you can also find me, because I do... Per week, two podcasts. Actually, I've done podcasts every single night this week. <laughs> um, and that's, that's a not fucking even... mood. <laughs> but uh, normally speaking, I do the Star Wars Underworld podcast live on Thursday nights on channel 1138.com. We talk about the latest Star Wars news and a bit more. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, this week, we wa- launched our new Radio Razorcrest episode um, show, I should say, that is all about the Mandalorian and we'll be covering covered chapter one already. We're going to be doing chapter two tomorrow. I think that should be out later on in the weekend or early next week. That should be a lot of fun. And we do a ton of other shows and we cover all the star Wars news on star Wars world.com. And yeah, pretty much everything I do ends up over there, including my other podcast IPC, which is a podcast where we talk about literally anything we ever want. Um, Last few weeks, we've done a top five Disney Plus content that we're looking forward to. We're doing a review of The Mandalorian. We did a review of Return of the Jedi. This is just right along with it. And we're doing all the Star Wars films and tons of other stuff. We did X-Men recently. All kinds of good. You can find that at IPC Podcast on social media. You can find at the SWU on social media. Um, yeah, it's all there. You can find it. Please do yourselves a favor and follow Ben on Twitter. I just did. Like, it is so... I retweet him so often. That's, like... I would be surprised if, like, Ben is one of those people that you thought you were, you were following already because of how often they f- show up in your feed. So now it's just going to be doubled all the time? <laughs> I re- I don't... I can't think of a single tweet of his that I haven't retweeted. No wonder I have so many followers. People are just double, double following me. Dude, you were... 
you're fucking hilarious. You're one of the funniest people on Star Wars Twitter and Star Wars Facebook that I know. Thank you for your service. I I sincerely, sincerely appreciate it. It's an honor. Travis Grossman, Black Leader, where can the people find you? On Twits and Grams at Travis Political. That's about it. I don't like I don't have any shows to shout out because it's this one. <laughs> also, Travis is a great in Twitter follow because he lets his id out on Twitter <laughs> sometimes and it's fucking hilarious. So wait, what was the last thing I tweeted besides the picture of me with Gus Johnson? Which I have stories about for like. Proper... Yeah, we're saving that for your slice of life this week on both shows. Real quick, bef- by the time this comes out, Travis's birthday will already will have come and gone. I just want to say this real quick. Travis is like my big brother. You're very drunk right now. No, I've I've said this stone cold sober. I know you've said it sober, but like you're you're definitely in that movie. You're like, I'm going to say whatever comes to mind. You're goddamn right. I am. Travis is the closest thing I've ever had to a big brother in my life. And he is one of the coolest motherfuckers I've ever known in my entire life. And I thank him for helping me out with this amazing journey that has been the Dubeck Discussion Network. I think I appreciate it, buddy. I'm not that drunk. What's your Twitter handle? DarkJedi2552. It's the same for Instagram, folks. Give them a follow. <laughs> Jared? Yes? Rattle off all the shows in the network right now. Dubak Discussion, Hall of Heroes, Jerk the Curtain, Gore and More, Wicked Wednesday, Dubak Sports, and Down the Rabbit Hole. Did you say Hall of Heroes? Yeah. Okay. I think I did. Ben, did I say Hall of Heroes? I maybe. (laughs) Hall of Heroes is the important one. Go listen to that. Yeah, go listen to Hall of Heroes and do back discussion. Those are the ones that involve me and Travis. So uh, make sure to check out all the other shows in the network. Be sure to go back and listen to the other shows in our Journey to the Rise of Skywalker audio commentary series. Thank you all for listening. I am very excited to announce that most likely our guest for The Force Awakens is going to be Maddie Thames of Doing Talking and Sean from Blue Bantha Milk Co. It's a lots of crossover going on. I want to just take a second and thank everybody who has come on to our commentary series so far. Um... Everyone has been a hoot and absolutely so much fun to have on as a guest. Um, I wanted to make a point of having people that I've that we've worked with in this first year and a half up to Rise of Skywalker. Um, ben has been very kind and has just been a great supporter. You know, you've just you've been somebody who's hyped things up and have been willing to jump in at any moment every time I've asked you to and just schedules didn't line up. So thank you very much. I want to thank everybody for being a part of this. We only have two left. Yep. Um, And like I said before, Girls with Sabres will be on for The Last Jedi, and that's going to be such a stacked episode, most likely, that I'm not worried about bringing anybody else on. So thank you, everybody, for listening. I'm really excited to finish up this series very soon. 
Uh, we're honored that you have joined us, and may the Force be with you always.